Well, a huge win for independent journalism and the First Amendment free speech, free press in general, as the Gateway Pundit has just won in court its right to have a press pass to cover what is going down with the elections in Maricopa County, Arizona. The fact that the biggest county in Arizona tried to ban a media outlet from accessing their public meetings is alarming in and of itself, but fortunately... Gateway Pundit is allowed back in. I'm going to bring the reporter uh, in question on my show, uh, Jordan Conradson, who uh, filed the lawsuit to be able to go and be a representative for his viewers of what the heck is going on in the county in regards to the election mess. Uh, I want to show you guys the lawsuit real quick before I bring Jordan on. So they filed in the Ninth Court of Appeals, uh, Ninth District Court of Appeals uh, for Arizona. It says on November 8, 2022, the United States held its midterm elections. Nearly a month later, Maricopa County continues to count those ballots. As a result, press attention remains fixed on Arizona. You can see the lawsuit filed by Gateway Pundit and Jordan Conradson uh, against Maricopa County. And here it is uh, right here. It says, because appellants, that's a gateway pundit, have established that they are likely to suffer irreparable harm in the absence of preliminary relief and are likely to succeed on the merits of their uh, as-applied First Amendment challenge to the denial of a press pass, we grant the motion. So the judge is allowing them to cover for their viewers what the heck is really going on with this election. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to shout out the sponsor of my coverage, and then I'm going to bring on Jordan. So 2022 has shown us what might be coming. So if you're fed up with everything being so expensive and the threat of recession hanging over us, it is time to take action. A precious metal IRA uses tax advantage uh, gold and silver to keep inflation at bay and give you protection from financial nightmares. And you'll get a stunning free three-ounce silver American virtue coin when you open a qualifying IRA account this month. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Call 877-646-5347 to find out more. Or visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Link down in my description. And remember, there's always a risk of loss and past performance is not indicative of future results. Um, with that being said, I am going to bring on Jordan. Hi, Jordan. How are you? How's it going, Ivory? Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I can't believe that Maricopa County tried to ban your media outlet uh, from being able to access these public meetings about elections. Tell me uh, about how this all played out. Yes. Yeah, so I think it was sometime in September, Maricopa County announced this new credentialing program for um, media outlets that seek to cover the 2022 election and 22 election press conferences. Um, it was quickly pointed out on Twitter by a biased fake news journalist out here in Arizona that the Maricopa County elections were getting real fancy with their credentialing. And it, yeah, you showed me this tweet actually. She's yeah. bragging. So this, you know, this media journalist who is in bed with the government yes. is laughing at the pe fact that the independent media who's not in bed with the government are now going to get blocked out due to press passes here. You, sh you sent me this tweet right here uh, where this reporter, Jen Fifield, says, County election getting all fancy. You really going to miss the gateway pundit rolling in and trying to listen to legitimate reporter conversations, intimidate public officials. 
And then that is, quote, tweeted by none other than a Stephen Richer, the Maricopa County recorder, who's basically laughing at the fact that he's about to ban you guys. Yes. So, I mean, what, what that shows is that, well, number one, Stephen Richer is an Iggy Azalea fan, but number two, um, he agreed with her that, yes, this is, in fact, meant to suppress the Gateway Pundit's First Amendment right of free press to report on the Maricopa County election. And what's what's even more troubling, I just found out today that even Richer, who's cooperating with the cybersecurity and intel security agency, the federal government, and he was meeting with them and talking about how to, how to censor the Gateway Pundit and how to prevent what he calls misinformation or malinformation. And that report is on the Gateway Pundit now. So we had Maricopa County preventing me from attending press conferences, working with the federal government to silence me and also me and the Gateway Pundit. And also we had Katie Hobbs working with Twitter to silence her political opponents. So this election in 2022, we got totally screwed here in Arizona. Wow. Yeah, I have that um, details on the collaboration between Maricopa County and federal officials to apparently censor. I have it right here. Yeah, I'm seeing the viewers say there's an echo, guys. Let me know if there still is. Hold on. Let me. I'll just. I'm not sure how to get rid of that. But okay, so this page right here. um, It shows how Stephen Richer was a part of this special federal committee on misinformation and disinformation regarding critical infrastructure in the election. You see, we we aren't allowed to uh, spread information that that the government doesn't like about their infrastructure. Mm -hmm. What the heck is this? So you said that uh, I was reading your Gateway Pundit report. You guys talked about how Stephen Richer from Maricopa County suggested that the feds have these little um, meetings with Fox News and CNN uh, to basically tell them how to report on elections? Yes, he, he called it a boot camp. Like, are you serious? Yeah, so he wanted to have a boot camp with different media outlets to basically control the narrative. So, I mean, it makes sense why people consider this to be a ministry of truth. It's it's literally a ministry of truth. You come to us, we'll tell you what to report, what you're allowed to report, and everyone everyone goes away happy. Um, it's, it's crazy. Um, when I look up, you know, when you Google Gateway Pundit, it says that you guys are a conspiracy theory site that is um, spreading false information. Yeah. Um, even if you guys are a conspiracy theory site, conspiracy theories are protected by the First Amendment. And it astounds me right now the way that the mainstream media, members of the free press, are attacking their own First Amendment. Do these media people not know? You're next when we go down this slippery slope of censorship. Okay, you, your, your media opponents that you're going to smear and call conspiracy theorists, you laugh when they get censored. But that's just one notch on the step towards total right. censorship. 
And it's it's funny because actually, if you look at the Gateway Pundit, we've predicted and we've called probably more things than any any of these mainstream media fake news outlets did, ever have. And that's why we have the entire big tech oligopoly coming after us, crashing down on us. You know, if you Google us, Google, Google the Gateway Pundit, I think you have to scroll down a few pages to even find our website. All you see is news reports about us, discrediting us. Wikipedia, I believe, is the is the top option that you were just reading off of. And that's that's what they're trying to do. They're just trying to create a narrative and stick to that. And they, they don't want the gateway pundit out there because we speak out against the narrative. So when Maricopa County decided to, you know, set up a press pass situation, which I mean, a lot of a lot of counties do this uh, press pass setup, which I've always, you know, wondered why, because in the First Amendment, um, you know, there's no description of who is and isn't the free press. And at this day and age, anyone with a phone is a member of the free press. Um, This is the era of citizen journalism. And uh, nobody who wants to cover something should be blocked out of that. In fact, when I was still with Fox, I... uh, I was going to a press conference with police to cover an officer-involved shooting. Officer stopped me at the door of the police station and said, where's your press badge? I said, well, I'm a member of Fox. I don't have my badge with me, but it really doesn't matter because I am a human being under the First Amendment wanting to cover this. And I, like, (laughs) gave this scathing uh, remark to the cop. And he tried to fight me and not let me in without a press pass. Uh, I just, I just don't agree with uh, any of this. I get if there's like, if it's a, an extremely popular press conference, which only a limited number are going to be able to fit in there, mm-hmm. and then you you want to make sure the free press has access and just random uh, people who are just onlookers, you know, they could step out. But that's not the case in in your situation or in mine, which I just described. But I wanted to show this page of the lawsuit um, where they actually lay out how Maricopa County decides who gets a press badge. Mm -hmm. And it says here um, that Maricopa County is going to look at each media member who's petitioning for a press badge and make sure that the the media outlet has... uh, resisted pressure from advertisers, donors, or any other special interests to influence coverage. And when I saw that, I said, well, that disqualifies all the mainstream media then. (laughs) Yeah. So back to what you were saying about how anybody, anybody with a cell phone is part of the free press. Yes, that, that is true. But on the other hand, you've got the gateway pundit. We have over 2.5 million viewers each day. That's what we averaged last year. We had almost 1 billion viewers on our website. And so to to cut me out of the equation, cuts out our hundreds of millions, if not close to a billion readers from actually seeing the truth about what's going on in Maricopa County. Um, Otherwise, you would have to turn to a biased fake news website who is actually taking influence from advertisers and donors um as we saw with the covid coverage and the vaccines um they all violate rules of maricopa county's credentialing system but for me i i don't violate any of them i don't have any real or perceived conflicts of interest i don't take money from anybody none of that i'm completely open about my beliefs about my views on certain subjects 
And that's what makes me different. If if I have a bias, I wear it on my sleeve. I, I don't try to hide it like these corporate news outlets do. And so to not let me in and let these guys in, it was just a clear First Amendment violation. Absolutely. I read that this is uh, only the first step in this battle between Gateway Pundit and Maricopa County, though. What's next for you guys? Yeah, so I believe um, the the verdict just needs to get finalized. Um, I have to, of course, be on my best behavior, you know, make sure that there's nothing they can reasonably remove me from a press conference or revoke my press press privileges for which, I mean, there never has been. So I'll just continue doing what I've been doing, uh, best behavior, acting like a civilized human. Um, well, I mean, the best behavior of a journalist is to get the answers that their viewers have questions about, which a lot of those questions are some tough, uncomfortable questions for public officials. And I didn't like when I read this tweet um, involving the county official. Uh, the, the county official retweeted this. Um Talking about, you know, they're so glad that Gateway Pundit's not going to be there to intimidate public officials. I'm thinking, excuse me, public officials, if they feel intimidated because you're asking the public's question, then great. That's what the press is there for. So now the fact that you have to be on your best behavior, they might kick you out. I don't like hearing that because it's the best behavior according to the county, and the county's not going to like uncomfortable questions. So... I hope this doesn't cause you to not be able to ask the people's questions. That's my concern. Yes, hopefully it won't be. Um, I mean, of course, we would just take it back into the court if they tried to kick me out over a question that I asked. That would be funny. Um, but yeah, back to the intimidation part. I've never intimidated anybody. I've never threatened anybody. I've never done any of that. But what they are intimidated by are the questions that I'm going to be asking. So, I mean, with this court ruling, I'm sure... It doesn't matter if they're intimidated by my questions. They're going to have to either not take questions from me or they're going to have to deal with it and answer the question. But, yeah, I, I think it's pretty funny that he actually admitted he's intimidated by a reporter's questions. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, That's it. I mean, it's, it's really our First Amendment is – at jeopardy right now and it, it is important to stand up and fight and keep it going i mean keep keep keeping the fight make sure that they can't attack our free speech and that that's all i got so thank you for having me ivory all right thanks so much jordan conradson uh where can my viewers follow you so I'm always on the gatewaypundit.com. I put out a few articles a day. Um, the gatewaypundit.com, we, we put out articles all day long on top wow. issues in the country. But besides that, I'm on Truth Social, at Jordan Covfefe. That's C-O-V-F-E-F-E, right? You like that? Um, Twitter is at Conrad's and Jordan, and my getter is just Jordan Conrad's. Awesome. Okay. Thanks so much. All the best to you, Jordan. Talk to all you right. later. Thank you, Ivory. Bye. All right. Yeah. So I just met Jordan Conradson uh, when I went to Arizona last year to cover uh, the case of Jacob Chansley, January 6th defendant. And Jordan asked me uh, for advice on journalism because he is a new journalist. So 
I am thrilled to see him out there in this fight in independent journalism. And it's really great to see uh, an independent website like the Gateway Pundit grow such a huge audience. It just shows the free market for information is alive and well. People are trying to figure out what's really going on outside of the narrative. And so they are flooding into the Gateway Pundit's website, which allows Gateway Pundit to have the revenue it needs to fight this legal battle to protect itself in this First Amendment case against Maricopa County. Um, and so I wanted to, before I wrap this up, I had one more thing uh, to highlight for you guys. Um, the Missouri Attorney General, I've mentioned him before on my show because he filed this lawsuit in conjunction with Louisiana against the White House. Missouri Attorney General is trying to get to the bottom of the White House outsourcing its censorship of information. As we know, our government is banned from censoring everything, anything under the First Amendment. Yet we've seen censorship since 2020 on a level unheard of in our country. Very China-esque. How has this happened? The Missouri Attorney General uh, is trying to get to the bottom of it, and he has been making big headway. He filed the lawsuit. Um, and was able to obtain emails between the White House, Twitter, and Facebook in which the White House was doing weekly meetings with these social media outlets and commanding them to censor information in regards to the pandemic, a bad violation of the First Amendment, much more profound revelations there than what Elon Musk even revealed. So that lawsuit is actually ongoing now. Uh, So... I have this report from the Missouri Independent uh, covering this. Now, the attorney general is Eric Schmidt, and I'm thrilled you know, seeing this guy doing this attack campaign to, prevent, to protect the First Amendment. He actually just got elected to the Senate, so Missouri is going to be represented by a senator who loves our First Amendment, and he is on a major hunt against Joe Biden to get to the bottom of how the White House is violating the First Amendment. Anyway, Missouri Independent covering the latest on this, they say, quote, Schmidt is, is uh, seeking emails. Uh, he, see, he, he just was able to acquire a list of emails from a University of Washington professor who studies misinformation online. Her whole job is to search online for misinformation. So he was able to grab 2,000 of her emails. She's like, what are you doing? Uh, her name is Kate Starbird. So Attorney General Schmidt, it says, Schmidt is seeking her emails as part of ongoing research to aid in our lawsuit against the federal government for allegedly colluding with social media giants to suppress free speech, uh, according to Chris Newell, the Attorney General spokesman. Starbird, that's the professor of misinformation, she was targeted because she serves on an advisory board for the federal government's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Astounding. I cannot believe that Joe Biden's Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency has, has a whole board on misinformation. Um, he's using a university professor that dedicates every day of her life to researching misinformation. And then 
the same agency has brought in this Maricopa County official in Arizona to give advice on how to inform the media about elections, um, Schmidt is trying to dig deeper and say, the government creating this big misinformation board and, and having these experts from every corner of America, are they using this to censor, to actually censor information, which is violation of First Amendment? Um, so she was targeted because she's a part of this federal agency board on misinformation. Schmidt, it says, who was elected to a seat in the U.S. Senate earlier this month, filed the lawsuit with Louisiana Attorney General Jeff Landry in May. Anyway, the, the uh, website, I'll show you the uh, article. I was hesitant to show this article because it has trigger words, but I think it'll be okay. Uh, the Missouri Independent newspaper covering this. Missouri, a M Missouri AG aligns with St. Louis conspiracy theorist in social media lawsuit. This all ties in with, with the Gateway Pundit. Jim Hoff, the founder of Gateway Pundit, where Jordan, who is just on my show, works, has spread debunked conspiracies on topics ranging from the Parkland shooting to the 2020 election. Now he's a named plaintiff in litigation filed by Attorney General in Missouri and Louisiana. So the same AG who has, uh, who's trying to get the bottom of how the White House, how much the White House has violated our First Amendment. He's brought in the Gateway Pundit because it turns out uh, they are getting information on the White House directly trying to shut down Gateway Pundit. Jordan talked about how big Gateway Pundit's reach is. They have a massive audience, and they're shining light on things that the White House doesn't want the public to know about. Uh, may, uh, some people have issues with Gateway Pundit's style of reporting, but nevertheless, they are a media outlet protected under the First Amendment. And even if they are a conspiracy theory website, conspiracy theories are protected under the First Amendment. Media better freaking watch out and stop trying to shut down so-called conspiracy theories. By the way, the whole Russia collusion thing ended up being a conspiracy theory. So what does that mean for you, New York Times, CNN, and all of you? I guess you guys are conspiracy theory sites too. I'm just saying, if you guys are trying to shut down other media outlets, you better watch it because you're going to be the next media outlet to get shut down. We have to stop the censorship in its tracks now to preserve our First Amendment, which will preserve individual liberty in America. Uh, a huge reason why our nation is so great is that we have such a free press, it is so hard for corruption to exist because light gets shed on it left and right as soon as corruption sprouts up in America. Americans become aware of it, and the corruption gets shut down. We have to keep the free press free in order to keep this going. So I'm pretty upset to see my former fellow media colleagues sitting there and attacking other media outlets and wanting censorship to exist, because for now it's in their favor. But this is all a violation of the First Amendment, which was scrawled across the walls, written in stone at my journalism school, Syracuse. Free press can't exist without the First Amendment, so why are so many media members excited to watch it get trampled over? It's, it's concerning. 
checking your comments. Thanks, everyone, so much for tuning in. I hope the audio issue uh, was cleared up. Got my tree up, so I switched up my camera angle to show that off. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas season. And uh, we will see you guys again tomorrow. Have a good one.